Hello, and welcome to another episode with Katie Young. Tonight's episode is all about culturally sustaining learning climates. What are they, and how can we make them happen in our classrooms? Our role as educators requires that we have skills and abilities beyond simply teaching. We have to carefully consider how we can cultivate a learning environment that addresses and acknowledges all of our learners' unique cultural needs, which are undoubtedly going to influence how our learners carry themselves in the classrooms and their perspective of education itself. The way that we perceive our learners can inherently affect their educational outcomes. So we need to make sure that we're placing importance on developing positive climates in which all of our students can thrive and not allowing these innate biases to affect how we interact with our learners. We need to do this by creating classrooms that are humanizing and culturally sustaining. To do this, we have to acknowledge what these concepts mean for education today, how our learners are directly affected by society, and how educators need to evolve to properly prepare to meet learners' needs. So first, our recognition of the conceptual frameworks. We have two which we need to analyze, humanizing practice and culturally sustaining pedagogy. Humanizing practice has to do with educators becoming more aware of how they are treating all of their learners as individual human beings, rather than dwelling on their innate biases surrounding the cultural backgrounds of their learners. So this means we are having to put aside our societal views and achieve of a political clarity. We have to focus on creating an environment in which learners and educators are together shaping a community that is culturally and individually accepting. But we must not exclude or deny backgrounds. This means we have to address the humanity of our students of color and not let them feel ostracized and not allowing the stereotypes or biases associated with their race to overshadow their undeniable humanity. With culturally sustaining pedagogy in extension to humanizing our learners, we have to resist the hegemonic pull to view students outside the white stream through deficient lenses. In simpler terms, we have to challenge our mindset that white learners are the norm and everything outside of that is not the norm. We have to understand the systematic racism that is in place and make sure that it is not welcome and not influential in our classroom, the way it's organized and the way our learners are interacting with it. 
So we have to bring culture into the classroom, give a space for the individual differences of our learners, and make sure that they are accepted and welcome in the classroom. The way that students are treated in society is very important to address. One in four children in the United States has at least one foreign-born parent. So it's very likely that they are facing disadvantages in society and potentially in the classroom just because of their background. And since a school is an institution, societal influence undoubtedly will make its way into the schools which will affect the way that our learners understand their value and role in society. So we must make an effort that school becomes this place that is welcoming and represents an institution that will not deprive them of their needs because of their other status. This also involves embracing bilingualism and not letting it be considered a problem to be fixed with English. We also need to know that these ELL English language learners are usually going to be pushed into special education far more than they need to be. And this could have to do with their limited language ability affecting the way that these tests are assessing the students for special education. And when we have this mindset that they are unable to learn or limited, then we further instigate this perception that bilingual learners are not as capable, which isn't true. So we have to be aware of what is causing them to be categorized unfairly this way and make sure that we are altering our systems so that we can properly assess these students and give them the education they deserve. The way that educators perceive their students is extremely influential on how things will carry out in the classroom. And in order to become more capable of a culturally sustaining classroom environment, we need to have preparation on how to carry this out effectively. In a lot of research studies, students of color are more likely to be seen as problematic with white students being given more positive refer referrals and being spoken about by educators in either more positive or neutral ways. So we have to make sure 
that we are not limiting ourselves to these prejudices. And we can't not acknowledge the differences in our classrooms because the stories behind our students, their backgrounds, their origins, the religious legacies, the heritages, those are a huge part of who they are and their identities. And those should be recognized and promoted in the classroom. And through this, we are promoting equality with social justice. Our classroom should be a space where children feel seen and heard, where they can explore their curiosities and expand their minds and challenge the norms. So a way that educators can improve upon their practices to be more humanizing and culturally sustaining are through six commitments. Increase knowledge about diversity. Build the classroom as a community of trust. Involve families and communities. Combat prejudice and discrimination. Address diversity in its full complexity and promote global perspectives. Now it's possible that some of these commitments are second nature to educators and it's possible that some educators are going to have to reteach themselves how they compose themselves in the classroom, but that's okay. We should be focusing on doing everything we can to make sure that our culturally diverse students feel accepted, that their families are included and an important part of their education, and that even when we're outside of the classroom, when we find ourselves interacting with our communities, we should try to continue to be advocates for diverse populations and for ourselves. We should not deny anyone's right to be able to express their identity and their background. And it is our responsibility as educators to promote this mindset to our learners so that they too can continue these practices and make the world a more culturally sustaining place. Thank you for listening to my episode on cultural sustaining learning climates. Stay tuned for the next episode.